Hey everybody, welcome to the A1 Auto Body Podcast with your host Nick Sand. Today I have on Sarah Benoit, better known as the Nerdy Girl Mechanic on Instagram, on her blog, on her Facebook, on her podcast. Um, how are you today, Sarah? I'm good, Nick. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Um, I did a terrible job of introducing you there. <laughs> Would you like to do a better job and tell everybody who you are? <laughs> no, you did great. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, so I'm Sarah, a.k.a. Nerdy. Um, I'm currently working in HVAC, um, but I have a background as a mechanic. Um, you know, the the grunt work, basically. Nothing <laughs> fancy like you do, but um, I, I have a podcast called Women, Women Behind the Wrench. Um, basically, I interview women in the trade industry, um, just learn more about them and try to encourage others. So you kind of touched on it a minute ago, but actually the first question I wanted to ask you is, you work in HVAC, but your name is Gr- Nerdy Girl Mechanic. Is mechanic like a name for someone who does HVAC, or is it just like a leftover from a previous life? You know, it's ca- so my whole page started because I wanted to kind of make videos and do tutorials for um, people who don't necessarily know how to do basic maintenance on their cars, um, you know, lean more towards women just to say, hey, you know, you can do this. It's not that difficult. Um, but in the process, I was kind of going through a career transition and didn't realize that, uh, you know, HVAC was going to pretty much take over my life, which I'm, you know, I'm all about it. But uh, they do call service techs HVAC mechanics sometimes. But my username definitely was kind of a a melding of both of those together. You do seem like you absolutely love doing HVAC. Like, you don't seem like you're just faking it. You seem like you're legitimately having a blast out there. Oh, I love it. It's it's <laughs> crazy because it's – I couldn't figure out. Like, I knew I wanted to go into a trade, but I didn't know what one until I checked them all out and – it's you know it's kind of a combination of a bunch of trades in one plumbing electrician that type of thing so i really like that aspect of it i i love learning more and more about it it seems to be like every week something new is coming out to learn so i love it i'm obsessed <laughs> <laughs> how long did it take you to kind of find that that area or that niche and and what are some of the other things you kind of went through before you found it Oh man, I have had so many jobs and <laughs> never felt, never ever once felt comfortable uh, or, you know, like I belonged in that role. Um, one of the things I talk about on my podcast is how people start out. And it's it's funny to me how, how many people don't start out, you know, in, in the trade industry. And like me, I, in high school, they kind of pounded it in your head, go get a bachelor's degree, go get a degree, go to college, um, or you're wasting your life, basically. <laughs> like, honestly, that's kind of how it felt. They would pound yep. that into your brain, like, do this, do that. But I went and got my ex- – well, okay. First of all, I was a bass player. I was obsessed with music. That's all I did. So I – on- or, or like a like a rock bass. Uh, both. I, I played upright for like jazz band and school band, but I also played electric outside of it. So like like I told you, I'm overzealous. So if I get into something, I'm into it. So I, I learned everything I could, um, you know, got, got a scholarship and got accepted to music school and basically 
you know, took took the classes I needed to graduate high school, and that was that. Um, and then I went to music school for a whole semester, and my hand actually, like all my tendons tore out in my left hand. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was insane because I was I was in three different bands. I was playing, you know, ten hours a day. Plus, it was this freak like tissue disorder type thing that they found out, but it doesn't affect anything else, which is super strange, but it was basically a career ending surgery that I had to have on my hand, which I'm so thankful for. It sounds weird, but that that would have been like $80,000 of debt plus, you know, four years of my life, I'll never get back. Um, and that school actually went under a couple of years ago without oh, notice. What school was it? Uh, it was McNally Smith College of Music in St. Paul. Never heard of it. Yeah, you won't either because it's totally kaput. <laughs> they they told people like, nope, no more. Don't even show up for the next semester. So it was pretty oh. devastating to those kids. But um, <laughs> that was that was my first go at it. Um, my second, then I took a year off, and I'm just like, I don't know what I want to do. So I'm like, oh, let's do something creative, which, you know, I always like to work with my hands. I always like, you know, hanging out in the garage. I don't know why I didn't do this faster because <laughs> I, I kick, that's the one thing I kick myself for is not getting into this faster, but are you live still, and learn. Are you still kind of into music or do you like still enjoy music? Do you play music at all? Still? Yeah. Yeah. I play, you know, I have a bass, I have a, a setup through my computer that I can record. I just don't do it, you know, as a career. You know, it's hard to find time now, but I I love it. I love listening to music and making music if I can, but yeah, it's it's a big part of my life. It always will be, but again, it's about finding time to do that too. Um, it's weird how your hobbies kind of fall by the wayside as you get older, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's nuts. Like, I I barely have time to breathe. Going to school full-time and working full-time, it's like, I don't have time to breathe right now. Um, <laughs> it's but... like you, think, you think back to, like, like you know, I, I used to box, and that was, like, my whole life. You know what I mean? That's all I did was I boxed. You uh, boxed? Yeah, I boxed from, like, 14 to 26. Wow. It's, like, the only, it's all I did. It was, like, my entire life, my entire identity was tied up in boxing, like, it was the only thing I really ever ever did was all all I did was fight all the time. And, yeah. And then like one day I was just like, oh like I'm I was like looking around and I was like I've been doing this for a while and I'm never gonna be as because like I had sparred with like people in the Olympics like some people in the Olympics and stuff and I was like I'm never gonna be like them. And wow. I was like okay. So I guess I'll just stop. <laughs> yeah, no, trust trust me. I I totally relate to that because it's like, oh, my hand blew up. I can't really yeah, play. It was, like, it was like I could still do this for fun, but like I'm never going to be the best. So why would I like what's the point pretty much like I'm just going to get brain damage. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, that's I, you know, I don't think I could even. I don't even know how to throw a punch. I think I would just get my butt kicked instantly <laughs> if I tried to do that. I don't think you I know. could throw I, I would probably get my butt kicked now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> but, Give um, a shot. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it is. It's it's weird how, like, something that can be your whole life and then all of a sudden it can't be any part of your life. You know what I mean? 
Oh, yeah. And it was like an instant, like. Very weird feeling. And I'm sure you must have felt the same way with your, like, you know, your hand or whatever. Like, uh, the doctor must have just been like, you got this thing. And you're like, oh, crap. Well, I guess that's it. <laughs> yep, pretty much. I I think I tried to hang on. I think I went to class a few times and just, like, watched. But I was like, this is stupid. Um, <laughs> they were willing to work with me. And, I, you know, I was still, I think I was just in denial at that point. Like, this was all I did. This is all I focused on. And just having that poof gone was just, I'm stubborn, too. I'm a very stubborn person. So I want to. I want to be the best. I want to learn everything I can about something. So I think part of me was just like, oh, maybe, maybe I'll heal someday. But they pretty much said you're screwed after the surgery. So, but it was good. I, after that whole ordeal, I, I don't know why, but I was like, oh, let's try something creative, graphic design. So I went and got an expensive piece of paper and graphic design and (laughs) took like, family portraits for my cousins and my sister and that was about it so I I just I can't do that I can't sit at a computer for eight hours a day it's just it's not going to happen um but I kind of had odd jobs after that um what did I what all did I do I've done so many jobs it's ridiculous just trying to find something that fit but um did you know that that's what you were doing when you were like going through those jobs is that you were trying to find something that had fit or did you feel like um like now it was just like a job to job kind of thing and you're just going to kind of jump around? Yeah, you know, at that point it was you know, I was out on my own. I wasn't <clears throat> it was it was time for me to move out of my parents' house and figure it out, you know, 20 years old and I just, money was money was money. You know, I just tried to get whatever I could. But then, you know, when I'd be at a job, it would get a half a year in. And I'm like, this is not, you know, this is boring me to tears or this is not fulfilling to me. I don't feel like I'm learning anything. So I I guess as I get older, I was looking for, you know, what is a good fit for me. Um, And then I started doing, you know, the mechanic stuff. And I was a diesel tech for a while. That was that was awesome. Like I would not trade my time as a diesel apprentice for anything in the world. It was, you know, I got the weird jobs, but <laughs> it was great. I got to work on some of the coolest stuff. So, so you, great. how long did you, how long were you a diesel tech for? So that was, geez, that was a, that was a year. That was, um, and I worked for two different places. There was a bus company and, uh, just like a dealership like a, a truck dealership and it was I basically it basically was like the grunt but I did everything nobody else wanted to do um which is how it should be you know including yeah. working overnights and I just couldn't do it I couldn't uh I couldn't be away from home so much I think that was one of the things that I got out of that specific field fork because it seemed like you had to be with a company for like 20 years before they'd even consider you going on to a first shift, you know, but it, it was, I mean, everything I did was interesting there. They'd have me go underneath and take out the death lines for guys because yep. they were too fat to get under there. I'm one so, of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I just mean like, like seriously, they'd have to tar- take apart the whole damn thing. Otherwise, oh, let's just send Sarah under there and 
get it done in a day. No, I've definitely I've done that. There's, you know, the skinniest guy always has to go under in the in the shop, and also they always have to go up on the roof. Yes. Oh, totally. And there's there's this one time. Oh my gosh. So the dealership was kind of like emergency calls too. So people would drive up off the highway and be like, hey, you know, I shut down. Or they could make it to the parking lot and almost explode. But there's this one lady who, oh, I forget what company she drove for. But this was around the time where if you had a pulse, basically, you could be a truck driver type <laughs> of deal. Um, and they drove up and they're like, oh, I hit a deer and my fuel is leaking now. I'm like, oh, okay. So I go underneath and it's like, oh my god it's like a horror movie times 10 it was like <laughs> blood and bodily fluids and poop and everything and i that was like one of the first like solo things i had to do at as an apprentice there but i basically i the fuel plug on one side was like halfway out so that's why it was leaking but the deer must have gone the whole length of the truck like <laughs> all the way back to the mud flap and it was just hair because i was under there with the sprayer you know dripping <laughs> bloody water on my bloody crappy poop water on my clothes and i'm just like gagging the whole time <laughs> just bad but i fixed the leak so that's the most important thing right we're worth it <laughs> Oh man, it was it was nuts. That is horrific. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I have some memories there. I have some. Did you check it out? I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, no. I well, it's like when you're the apprentice, when you're the grunt, like you have to, like you're trying to earn these guys' respect, and if you don't do it, it's like mm, you wimped out. We're not going to ask you again. So I felt like it was. It's not quite on that level, but one time I, or uh, not one time, I actually had to do it a bunch because we, we painted like eight garbage trucks, and I had to, they were used garbage trucks, and we had to pressure wash out the back, um, like where they store all the garbage. Oh, <laughs> we had to man. Wash it out, and it was horrific, like, to be in there, and that's, like, not even as gross as what you're describing. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it was, it was crazy. It was, uh. It was an experience, I'll tell you that. But <laughs> it's but they always told us that the garbage truck guys like so I was I was going to school for that at the same time. It was the same like school during the day and then work at night, but they said you'll smell the worst, but the garbage truck guys actually make the most money, so <laughs> I tried, but I didn't get into that one. <laughs> well, luckily you know, at least you don't have to go to school for that one. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's... Cool. So, so after you got done with diesel mechanics, where'd you go? Oh man, where did I go? I think I did like a couple warehouse jobs just to figure out until I want, you know, what I wanted to do. I worked for um, an evil corporation, kind of like the Walmart of car companies. Um, I don't know. If I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. Um, I worked at CarMax. Okay. And, God. <laughs> that... <laughs> I worked at CarMax. <laughs> was that terrible? And, you know, it was just, 
I liked the days went by super. You can say whatever you want. I'll I'll more than happy to take any any heat anyone's going to try and give us. <laughs> it was like it was like the annoying kid in class got the boss job. It was like the kid who sucked up the most, who didn't necessarily know the most, still got the the manager position, which to me that's ugh, that's just gross. Right. But uh, you know, I did you know, get to do, I did like break entire stuff there. I did inspections there. It was, the days went by fast, but I didn't feel like there was a much of a, I don't know, there wasn't much room to move up and it was more about pumping out numbers more than quality. Like you had, you had specifications that you had to stick to, but at the end of the day, it was like, oh, let's get as many cars as we possibly can out of here. And for me, like craftsmanship is the most important thing. So getting it done and getting it done right is is more important to me than quantity. So yep. it was it was interesting, but you know, I learned some stuff there. I, there were, you know, there were good dudes there that helped me out and helped me learn some stuff, but I was just at that point I'm just just wasn't out. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed the work. I think I would like it more if it was like a private own shop or not so much like like I said the Walmart of, of car used car companies but uh, you know I got to work with tools I can't complain too much it, um, that seems like an interesting twist because I feel like you hear most people go from working on gas cars to working on diesel but you kind of went in the opposite direction yeah I just you know I just wanted to get my foot everywhere I guess try to get as much experience as I could um, I don't, you know, I don't have the crazy cool, like, you know, building a whole engine from from the bottom up. I don't have that experience. I was kind of the grunt, but I would love to get, you know, a project car or something going someday when I have money and time, but... We all would. Just, yeah, no, I get it, Trust. <laughs> I just, you know, it's, life is crazy and expensive, but... I love that. I don't currently have. Uh, I live in Minneapolis, and it's not the safest city. So I want to wait until I <laughs> I move somewhere safer um, <laughs> to get a more you know to make an investment on that. But we'll see what happens. And so then, when did you move into doing HVAC? So that was right after. Uh, CarMax, actually. I I don't even know how it came about. I think I was just looking at, you know, companies around me. And by that point, I was looking into the trades and talking with a million people. I probably annoyed so many people on Instagram because I was trying to figure out what exactly I wanted to go into. <laughs> um, because at this point, I'm like, I'm not going to you know, go to a school and do something completely new. I'd rather learn on the job. So I was looking at plumbing, you know, being an electrician, and then HVAC came up, and there was actually a company 10 minutes away from my house hiring just for, like, a warehouse and parts job. <clears throat> so I've been – I'm actually getting my work truck on Monday, this coming Monday, so I'm super pumped about that. Oh, yeah. um, but. Yeah, so I'm just I just transitioned out of the parts warehouse role um 
and then we're also doing like an apprenticeship through the company, which is pretty cool. Um, so we have the apprenticeship, and I am going back to school um, during the night. So I do have night classes now, but but it's uh it's great. I it's weird like having that feeling that you finally found something that you're interested in, you feel you know fulfilled, like you're actually doing something that betters you. As a, not nothing bad about being a mechanic. I I loved it. I loved the work I did, but I never got to work or talk with people. It seemed like, uh, you know, I was always underneath the car or you know under the hood, and the service rider would be the one talking to the customer. I never got to have that interaction. So I really really like that aspect of this field. Is I get to also talk to the customer. You know, for sure. I mean, like at the shop. It's super unlikely. It's very unlikely that any of us kind of talk to anybody, you know, other yeah. than other than the people that you see day in and day out. And as much as you love them, it'd be nice to talk to somebody new once in a while. <laughs> oh, definitely, no, totally. And it's just like that, like, and most of the guys like didn't really like to talk a lot at the shop, at the shop. So, you know, especially like, oh, this girl just wants to blah blah blah. But then when I actually talked about things they were interested in and they knew you know I can actually hold my own and you know do tasks that you put me on then they started talking to me more but but I don't know I really like like seeing the product of what you're doing and I like to see you know how it betters somebody's life so I really like that aspect of this plus like I said I I really like the aspects that it's a bunch of the trades in one you know you got your electrical you got plumbing it's just it's great. And um the schooling part of it, what do you have you started that yet? You are going to night class and stuff already. Yep. It's really weird. It's um I started in August. So I I didn't even know if it was gonna happen or not with with coronavirus, but I it's all lab, so it used to be you know, half of it was lecture. You'd go in at like three o'clock to five o'clock for lecture, and then you'd have lab from six to eight. But we're not doing lecture because of that. We, you know, we go in with our masks and we we do all that we can do in those two hours, and then um, do everything else online. It's been okay. kind of kind of slick. I don't like to be honest. I don't know how it would have gone if it was all <laughs> online because it's kind of hard to charge a system from your computer but but hey they have those those uh simulators now and that have you seen that car mechanic simulator i saw a um i saw a spray gun the other day that like you spray a panel and like it it's like digital you like spray a digital panel and like i don't know i can't imagine that that would actually translate over (laughs) yeah it's nuts it's i mean they have good intentions but definitely you know hands-on is is awesome compared to just on a computer screen but who knows they've been telling us like oh you know we might we might be switching back to online you know before thanksgiving type of deal so you never know we had somebody test positive for it last week um so we just had to take two days off which kind of sucks but just gotta roll with it you just gotta make the best of the situation do what you do exactly I noticed too that you seem to have like a lot of support from other people in the HVAC field. Yeah, it's like everybody's really coming out for you. 
Yeah, it's like, honestly, sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, I can't, I started out just, you know, like I said, asking random people questions on Instagram. <laughs> like, I was so surprised, like that whole, the whole sticker swap thing, the whole community, it's just amazing, it's really amazing. Um, you know, I asked, what's, you know, what's the best tool for this? What's the best, you know, what do you recommend for this? Like, I don't know why I just talk like that. I don't really talk like that, but I'm awkward. Um, but yeah, I just started out by asking people random questions that I'm sure they have been asked a million times before, but everyone was so cool about it. Um, well, you know, everybody asked those questions before, too. Like, all those people that you asked, like, they all asked those questions originally, you know what I mean? Oh, for sure, for sure. But it's like, I feel like it was different for some reason in the HVAC industry versus when I was, you know, a diesel tech or a regular mechanic. I I felt like you had to prove yourself before, like, oh, you figure it out, and if you get it wrong, then I'll help you. But, you know, in the HVAC field, so far, you know, I'm sure there's some some guys I'll work with that are the same thing, but so far it's been, you know, they want you to, learn it right um, the first time and yeah it's just been amazing how many people I've connected with and talked to you know on an everyday basis like it sounds weird but I've made a lot of friends you know just on there and That's like I tough. said this we're talking we're, ta we're friends aren't we oh yeah no for sure <laughs> I think I talk to you all the time where 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 we became friends over online yeah like like almost you're one of the first people I think I talked to, honestly. And I, you know, I've, I've talked to the, some people like literally every day. It's, it's great. It's great to like, if you've run into something you've never seen before and say, Oh, Hey, I bet, you know, Matt will know about this. I, I bet, you know, it's great. It's, it's really amazing. And I didn't know that this even existed. This little community, not little, it's, it's huge community existed um, before I went on Instagram. Because Facebook, honestly, I, I'm not a huge fan. There's a lot of, I mean, there's bullies everywhere. I've gotten weird, like, weird photos of, of dudes, like, lifting up their shirts and stuff like that. But, like, I, yeah, no I'm, joke. I, I have, too. Don't feel bad. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. It just seems like it's less, less. Instagram is definitely know. different. Facebook Facebook is like it feels um like a lot more negative, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas, like, and like Instagram I feel is just so positive, you know? Like everybody is I feel like everybody on there is positive all the time. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's it's a whole 180. Like people almost seek you out on Facebook to to say something negative, you know, and my experience so far, you know, besides the the random weirdo once in a while has been amazing. Yeah, and robots. You get a lot of you get oh, yeah. That's a really weird one. Because you ever talk to someone and you're not sure if they're a robot or not? So, like, you're trying to be nice, but you can't quite tell what's going on? Yeah, I've had a few. I've had a few like, the whole, like, oh, let's, let's get you 10,000 more followers. I'm like, I only have, like, 2,000. <laughs> you well, know, and it's like... Go ahead. I don't know. I was going to say, like, it's weird, like, this one was like, hey, handsome, and I'm like, I have girl right in my name, like, I'm not handsome, <laughs> or if I am, that's a problem, you know? <laughs> this, this is a, that was a terrible come on. Um, yeah. 
I uh, yeah, no, we get I get a lot of like robots, but they are getting better to the point where like they're they're harder to detect. And I'm like, are you? I mean, some of them are are painfully obvious, right? But like some of them, they're like they start off and they're like, hey, how's it going? And they're like, hi, how's it going? And then they're like, you know, you guys kind of have a little bit like five six uh, sentence worth worth of conversation. And then all of a sudden they're like, they something switches gears, you know? And they're like, can you send money? For- who got oh God, no! I haven't. I haven't gotten that that one yet. It's just, I don't know. Like you like to give people the benefit of the doubt, so I can totally see how that would happen. Because, you know, like like me, I could try to start a conversation with somebody, you know, and and be real and be myself. Like, uh, do you like bread? Like, I don't know. Like, which is weird, but they still gave me a chance. But yeah, I I've never had anyone ask me for money, honestly. Oh, I've had a bunch of people. I had a last week a guy messaged me and said his sister had gotten kidnapped and that oh the, my they, needed, they needed $50,000, but any money that I could give would be so helpful. And I was, like, I was like, bro, you need to call, call the police. What are uh, you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be on here. And he was like, oh, I can't involve the police. They said they'll kill her. And I was like, <laughs> like has anyone ever fallen for this? Is this? Or imagine how bad I'm going to feel in like two weeks when someone's like, when it's on the news that some girl was kidnapped and killed. Oh God! People on Instagram wouldn't give this guy any money. Yeah, right. No, it's <laughs> people are so thirsty. It's ridiculous. But I don't know. Like people did something like that to my grandma on the phone. My grandmother, and I heard it's really popular to like find oh, yeah. your grandchildren's names and call them. And be like, I'm stuck at a wedding, and old people are like con- are constantly targeted through like. Because they're the only ones who pick up the phone anymore. So, like... Yeah, fair. <laughs> they're the only ones falling for, um, like, phone scams are, are, like, really old people getting scammed out of their time. And I feel so bad for them whenever I hear a story That's about... true. Where they're, like... The I, a big one is the IRS. Like, they call and pretend they're the IRS. Oh, and boy. They're, like, you owe, like, this much money. I've, I've, uh, I've never gotten tricked, but, like, I have, like, followed it through to, like, see kind of... Just because I'm always curious about how stuff like this works. Um, so, like, I kind of, like, went through the process of, like, this guy was, like, asking me all these questions and stuff. And then he's, uh, he's like, okay, I'm going to transfer you to this guy. Like, we're, or don't hang up or we're going to call the police. <sighs> uh, yeah. Oh, no, actually, I've had one call and said they were going to come to my house and arrest me right then. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. I've... <laughs> and my family for some reason. Oh, my God. For some unknown reason. Um, but yeah, no, internet scams are wild. I just, I just feel like there's got to be a better thing to do with your time, you know? (laughs) Oh, for sure. I don't know, like, especially now people are so bored and they're so, you know, they're holed up in their house. So it's, you know, what do you do? Let's go, let's go scam someone for money. (laughs) I guess. I guess I've just never really thought like that. (laughs) Yeah, me neither. That'd be a first, actually. <laughs> um, so the other big part of your name is the nerdy girl part. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about, about that? Like, what are you into that? Have you always been, like, kind of like a nerdy person? Is that just Oh, yes. Yes. I, like, that is who I am. Like, <laughs> to the core. Like, growing up, uh, like I was telling you, my... It was all about the video games and 
you know, just to give you an idea, my dogs right now, their names are Boba and Yoshi. Um, <laughs> as in Boba Fett and Yoshi. And I Mario. Yoda. Nope, Boba and Yoshi. I've been mispronouncing one of your dog's names wrong this entire oh. time. <laughs> How dare you? I'm tell, just please tell Yoshi that I'm so sorry. I will. I'll let him know that. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, I I have the PS4. I, like I said, hobbies right now have been kind of non-existent, but <laughs> once in a while I will have time to, you know, play some play some video games. I Let's see, my most played game, I play the Dark Souls series. I don't know if you're familiar. I used to love Dark Souls 2 on, I used to play it on my PC. Oh, man, it's. You got to be a glutton for punishment. I have died so many times, and I think that's like part of my stubbornness. Like I need to, I need to beat this game. It took me, gosh, it took me almost like a year and a half to beat the first one, and then a year to beat the second one, and I'm I'm doing the third one now. But for some reason, like you can't go online without people invading you on the third one. Like you, it happens. Ten times more than on the other two. It's so it was, stupid. In the second one too, I actually figured out a trick where you can disconnect your. Because um, I played on PC, so I would disconnect my. I would start the game, but then if you after you start the game, if you disconnect it from the internet, no one can invade you. Oh. So then you can just enjoy the game instead of just getting my ass kicked constantly by people invading me. <laughs> oh yeah, because no, that's I mean that's what they're set out to do. That's exactly their builds are just to kick the crap out of you and it's infuriating sometimes but um what do I what else do I do some chill chill games I I have to tell you I played Animal Crossing on the Switch all right um I also played a little bit of Animal Crossing I'm also very into I'm into like stuff like that just because it's like I'm a very high-strung person so being able to do that at night that's just like kind of repetitive and like grindy kind of like oh, for sure. Go to sleep. Um, Definitely. Easier. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get that. Um, I I watch video. I watch people play video games on Twitch to fall asleep. Actually, <laughs> it's it's so like it puts me out so fast. But yeah, I mean, I've I've always been into the nerdy stuff. Um, I'm a huge, huge Marvel fan. Um, I saw you went as Captain Marvel for Halloween, right? That was okay. So that was a throwback. Um, that was to last year. You I didn't really me. do. I know. I I I posted the picture of me as Garth. That was Garth. Well, I've been following you for a while, so I probably just remember you as as Captain Marvel from last year. Then. <laughs> oh well, I posted it recently. It was like a throwback or whatever for Halloween week. But I on Friday, um, we dressed up like. At work, it was literally just for work because there's really nothing going on for Halloween this year. <laughs> but I dressed up as Garth from Wayne's World, and my my coworkers were like, "What did you change besides taking off your hat?" <laughs> I was like, fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, and then what did I do? There, there is okay. My favorite place to go is called Up Down, and okay. It's a barcade in Minneapolis here, and it's all old school gaming, you know, tokens. It's They have everything. They That's have awesome. 
yeah, it's it's like heaven on earth, but obviously there aren't really coffin right now, but that's literally my favorite place to go. Um Did you pick up the arcade games from Walmart? Like Walmart has a whole series of arcade cabinets. I did not know that. That is dangerous for my wallet. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. I I haven't bought any, but I have a, a couple of my friends that have gone like really into it and they've went out and bought there's like seven or eight i think they released like seven or eight cabinets that have like a bunch of classic games on them oh my gosh i need to check that out like right (laughs) after this that's awesome they're affordable too they're only like 200 bucks Ooh, i'll definitely have to check because i'm so into that i'm so into the you can have your own own barcade i know that's perfect except like my basement i can't even use it in the winter because it gets it gets so freaking cold down there and this is an old house so it's like not even usable but by yourself just put them in your living room yeah that's true that's true (laughs) they can't tell you what to do anymore (laughs) true very true i don't know it's my house is very small it's uh (laughs) the two tv that so like i have dual monitors so it's computer and a tv next level I am like, such a nerd. Like, it's ridiculous. It's so bad, but it, it is know. what it what, is. What do you use the second monitor for? For activities? No, I mean, I... <laughs> I Honestly, the whole reason is we have the PlayStation hooked up to one, my Switch hooked up to the other, so I don't have to keep... <laughs> I don't have to keep switching the one HDMI cable out. <laughs> And I I watch YouTube on my one TV sometimes, so I'll have like my my homework on my laptop while I'm watching YouTube, while there's like background music. It's weird. I I'm a weird multitasker, but it it helps my brain sometimes I'm, to have music. I'm totally the same way. Where like I can't, I literally can't even function unless there's like noise happening. Yep. Like, I need, even when I read and stuff, I usually either play music or, like, leave the TV on or whatever. Because I yeah. can't, it's like, I for some reason, I literally can't even, I can't exist without, like, some kind of noise going on. I will, that was oh, my, yeah. Did you just hear that? That was my cat. Oh, Not my me. gosh. Taking socks. Like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just so everyone knows, my cat. The reason she said that my cat steals my socks and then throws them in the water dish for some reason. That, that is to, bizarre. Just to spite me. That's what I was doing before I called you. I had to go. She had one of my cats had taken the socks and had run under the couch, and I had to get it from her because if I didn't, what they do is they throw it so that it's like halfway in, and the water wicks up the sock and then onto the floor. Oh so, my god! So come home and we have like one of those five gallon like never water your pets like setups right so like we'll come yeah. home and there'll be a giant puddle on the, on the ground oh no like five gallons of water wicked through the sock and it's now on the floor oh my gosh see my dogs will take my socks like my my mom got me this like it's like a box of different marvel socks like i think it was like 24 pairs or 12 pairs or something like that but i was so excited and my dogs think they're the coolest chew toys ever and like to play tug of war with them and rip them instantly so i have like random star wars sock matched up with a captain america sock and hulk with thor and it's life is too short to match your socks anyway so i never match my socks i thought i was the only one 
nope, life is too short to match your socks. That's exactly what I think, too. That's weird. That's, a, that's very strange that you and me have held that same uh, philosophy. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. No, and especially when your dogs are jerks and stealing them every other day. <laughs> I'm just lazy. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. I don't have an excuse. I'm just lazy. It happens. Um, I feel like we got way off on a tangent here on accident. We did. That's okay. We were just talking about how big of a nerd I was. Um, you know, video games, anything pop culture wise, I am nerd, overzealous, you know. Is that like you... something that you kind of coming into like the nerdy girl mechanic? Was that something where you were like, I'm just going to take my two interests and then just smash them together and see what happens? Yeah, pretty much. I just wanted to, you know, you see, you see so many pages with these like gorgeous Photoshop models and are you talking you know, about my? Oh, totally. <laughs> oh God, you're not supposed to find out. Oh, but, but like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so, it's so fake. Like, some of it is so fake, and I just wanted to be completely a hundred percent myself, and I just wanted to take my, my identity, who I am every day, and put it out there, and just kind of, yeah, exactly, put all my interests together, and. Damn. <laughs> I I uh I actually growing up was like super super into kind of like fantasy like books and fantasy stuff growing up. Yeah. Um so like I'm kind of living in like this dream world where like all the stuff that I used to love that I, everybody thought I was so weird for liking is now super popular. So like yeah. so like now like I have like people I can talk to about it and like people want to ask me questions all the time like uh like I used to play Dungeons and Dragons a lot so like people want to talk to me about that now because Dungeons and Dragons is super cool it's very very strange I don't know if you've noticed this um but it's like very strange to be into that kind of thing right now oh yeah like I I got made fun of in in high school like people suck you know people are going to make fun of you but but now it's like yeah it's it's trendy to be a dork. It's almost like, holy crap, I can, you know, talk about it out in the open and not going to get an egg thrown at, at my face type of deal. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's nuts, but it's great. It's, it's, I remember uh, when Game of Thrones came out and it was like, uh, like every, like everybody was talking about Game of Thrones at like season two. Like that was kind of like when it hit, like it's kind of, it was like the best season and also like it was kind of like that's when it really started picking up and i remember people were like talking about it and were like are there other books like this or is this like the only one? Oh right. my god <laughs> like see all these people who like i had always just thought of as like you know like whatever i i don't i find labels to be super annoying but like i uh like jocks or whatever like people who just weren't into that kind of thing now like we're asking questions about like and it's also been like a huge boom because like who would have thought like we would get like a marvel i'm saying light a lot in this podcast who would have thought we would get a marvel um like the mcu and like how awesome that turned out you know oh I mean? my gosh i i cried like i cried <laughs> at the end of that movie it was just so much time invested in that series and then it was beautiful. I know a lot of people didn't like it, the ending, but I wouldn't say a lot, but like half the people probably didn't like the ending, but I was one of those people. I actually thought Infinity War's ending was so good. 
when he snapped and like all the people died. I loved yep. it. And then I thought the ending of Infinite of Endgame was I don't know, I just didn't feel like there was anything on the line. Like I remember, you know, when in, when Infinity War came out or like at the end um when Spider-Man died and like Spider-Man is everybody's favorite, right? Like people were literally screaming and like, oh yeah, like openly weeping that Spider-Man was dead. And I was like, this is like a movie should be like, this is, this is like a full on experience, you know? Oh yeah. And then like game, I didn't really feel like I got that. I felt like it was pretty obvious like how it was going to end and everything the whole time, you know? Yeah, no, I get that. It's just, I don't know. I guess for me, it was just, I thought it tied together well at the end. The the cap, I don't know. That was kind of weird for me. His his ending, his character development, I think, could have gone differently and a little more badass, but it was cute. You know, it was a, it was a cute ending for him. I don't think it was the best choice, but I, I don't know. How would you like to see it end? I guess, okay, for me, the the whole quantum portal thing with him coming back old didn't make sense. Like, I feel like there were a few things that could have, that go against the rules of, you know, the quantum realm, basically. Um, I don't know. I think, obviously, they had to do something because their their contracts were up, but <laughs> I, I I wish they could have had a little more of a, of an oomph, not just an old man sitting on a, on a shore. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I actually liked Captain Ending. That was one of the only endings. Really? I yeah, no, I thought that was really, um, it just felt like it fit really perfectly. I had this whole weird thing about how I hated that the fact that Cap had a beard. Like, Really? Okay, okay. drove me crazy because I don't know if you were into the comic books at all, but like in the comic books, the only time that Captain America has a beard is when he's going completely insane. Um, right. I think there was three times. There was one time he retired. Um, and he went off and became like a hermit in the woods and he got it then. And then there was another, I think there was two times actually he had a beard. And the other time was he had gone crazy and he was like a lunatic and that's why he had a beard. Because in Captain he's still a World War II soldier. Like he embodies like that era's kind of um, like that era of soldiering and stuff and like being clean shaven back then was like a big thing. Like it didn't. Oh yeah. Because like he was never not in his mind. He was never not a soldier. Like he was fighting this war for like the American ideal, even though he had to do it against the American government. Like he was still fighting that war. Like he was still a soldier, and he was the one who was right, and they were the ones that was wrong. So, anyways, long story short, it didn't make sense to me that Cap had a beard, but I thought okay, I thought thought it fit very well with his character that he like, went back and was with, I can't even remember her name now. Oh, uh, Agent Carter? Agent Carter. I thought that was, I thought that was, uh, like, I thought that fit so perfectly with his character and, like, was such a good ending for him, you know? It, it does, but it's, like, I don't know. For me, I'm just, like, I like explosions and, and you know, <laughs> people. And Hulk, I thought, had the worst. 
I uh, he yeah. I mean, he's just crippled now. <laughs> he doesn't do anything. He just is super down. smart. Him but, not performing in Infinity War is literally the biggest letdown of the biggest. I don't know. I just felt like some of the the ending tied together so perfectly, and like funny thing that day. So I bought tickets as soon as they were, you know, you could possibly get them, and still ended up in the back row. And the theater I go to, they have a bar. <laughs> so, so I, I literally. For you. <laughs> What's that? That seems to be a trend. Like you go to the barcade, you go to the bar theater. I swear I'm not an alcoholic. I, <laughs> I'm the biggest lightweight. Like one and done, one and done. But, but anyways, I st- that day of the movie, I stopped eating and drinking around noon, and the the movie was at like ten. So I wouldn't have to go to the bathroom. Well, dude next to me, you know, single 40-year-old, he probably chugged about three beers before the movie started and was just, like, obnoxious the whole time and, you know, laughing and got up about ten times and just, I was like, are you serious right now? I invested so much time into this. But it was funny. My favorite part in the theater, like, was when uh, obviously Captain America reaches out for the hammer and it, it goes to him. Everyone's like, "Oh my god!" It was just, it was amazing how many people reacted to that part. <laughs> that was, that was, I, that was a pretty, uh, that was a pretty powerful scene for everybody there. I do oh. feel like it, they gave us like a good closing on like that chapter i mean there's 22 movies this it spanned like how it wasn't like 10 years of cinema oh yeah it was yeah iron man i i haven't uh watched the first hulk one to be honest with you with uh, it was wasn't even the same actor but it was edward norton yeah yep i have not seen that one but all the rest of them i've seen it's a great it that one's a great movie i i love edward norton i as an actor, I think he's the man. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll have to check it out because that was the one on the list that I have not seen yet. But yeah, I think all the rest of them. Not when I was in high school. God, I don't even know what year was it. I don't even know what year. I don't know. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna Google it. But I might lose you if I do. I'll call you right back. Hold on. Okay. Stay on the line. I can Google it. Talk about something. No, I'm, no, I'm, I've already taken the risk. We're going for it. Uh, Iron Man. One. I graduated in 06. 06? Okay. So two years after I graduated, the first Iron Man movie came out. Oh, my. That's insane. Was that the first one? Was that the first MCU movie? I thought I thought Hulk was before that. Maybe not. The first MCU movie was... No, it was Iron Man and then Hulk. Okay. My mistake. Yeah, and then Iron Man 2. So... Iron Man was the first one that came out, okay. and that came out in '08, so two years. So that's a long time. When did the when did the last one came out? It was it must have been 2018, 2019, 2018. I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> uh, I need someone to do this. 2019. So 11, 11 years. We watched that like whole kind of series play out. I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was a good ending, and I'm. I'm looking forward to seeing the the second uh, 
like series as it comes out. Oh, me too. Definitely. It's, I don't know. Like I liked some of the like justice league wonder woman movie, but not nearly as much as I, you know, really loved the Marvel movies. The DC movies sucked. Let's just yeah. be They were entertaining, but terrible. Yeah. No, like, did you, uh, did you see that Tobey Maguire and, uh, Toby Maguire and not Tom Holland. There's gonna be three Spider. They like signed three Spider-Mans to this next Spider-Man movie because they're gonna do a multiverse movie. Oh wow! I I saw I saw the Toby Maguire movies, but I kind of pretended like the other one didn't exist because I I heard it was so bad. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know. It just seemed cheesy to me. Like. I thought all of them were good except for Spider-Man number three with Tobey Maguire where he was like the Venom one. Yeah. That was horrific. But they just signed, it was um, Elijah Woods and, not Elijah Woods, Tobey Maguire, who's pretty much the same exact person as Elijah Woods, and (laughs) Garfield, Andrew Garfield, that's his name. So they signed both of those to be in the new Spider-Man movie, and everybody's assuming it's because they're going to do like a Spider-Verse into the Spider-Verse movie. Oh wow! I had not heard. I've, gosh, I think I've been out of the loop so much. I just, I have not. <laughs> I haven't even heard a thing about that. <laughs> you have more important stuff to worry about. All I have to worry about is stupid stuff like this. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's important. I have. Uh, did I tell you about my Funko Pop collection? My, no, you didn't. Uh, Marvel Funko Pop collection. I <clears throat> God, I don't even know how many I have. Probably twenty, twenty-five of them. It's they're all the the Captain Marvel Funko Pops and one. I got Boba Fett too, but <laughs> all the Captain Marvel ones that come out, I I tried to pre-order, but they they just came out with a a luchador <laughs> set of Marvel <laughs> ones. I'm like, oh wow, we're really grasping here. <laughs> Oh, I'm totally going to get them. But but I'm like, they're running out of ideas. The Funko Pops are incredible. Like, um, they're like modern-day Beanie Babies, you know? Oh, for sure, you know. They're worth about $2 a piece, and you pay (laughs) triple that. They will be be worth a lot one day, right? Maybe, yeah. There's a picture floating around on the internet of like a of a divorced couple like breaking up their beanie babies in court. I saw that. Oh my god, I saw that picture. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll be doing that someday with my <laughs> Funko Pops. <laughs> I don't know. I like that. It's it's a much less expensive collection than I, you know, obviously I collect tools now too, but it's just a little fun thing. Yeah, you have a lot of collections, huh? Yeah, I. Like I said, I'm overzealous. I when I get into something, I'm into it hardcore. So that's good though. It's better to be better to be like that than to be wishy washy. Oh, for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, cool. I think uh, that's pretty much all the questions I have for you tonight. Perfect. Well, thanks Where for having me on. No problem. Thank you so much for coming on. Where can people find you? So I'm on Instagram um, at Nerdy Girl Mechanic. Um, you can. You can always go to my Instagram and go to my website, nerdygirlmechanic.com. 
um, and then find my podcast off of there. Uh, the podcast is called Women Behind the Wrench. I would 100%. I've listened to every episode, and it's awesome. So if you like podcasts, definitely check it out. I think it's fantastic, and I'm going to continue to watch it for sure, or listen to it for sure. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Thank you for coming on today. I really appreciate that. No problem. And I'm sure I will talk to you soon. Sounds great. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you, Sarah, so much for coming on. I really, really enjoyed talking with you. Oh, my son wants to to get in on the action here. He wants a pumpkin. Um, Yeah, buddy, we're going to get pumpkins in just a second. Thank you, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful day. Talk to you soon.